Welcome to KPL Lit Talks. In today's podcast, we're going to be discussing how we decide to read what we read. I'm Claudette Stockwell, the library director. And I'm Kim Mather, teen and adult services librarian. And I'm Drew Tingley, the tech specialist here at the library, and I have some questions for you guys today. Okay, Drew, what are your questions? Well, so I'm not much of a reader myself. Um, I typically spend a lot of my day just reading documentation, like technical documents. Um, Boring. (laughs) Way boring. Well, it just comes with the job. It does. So, I, you know, I don't typically read for fun, though I guess what I do is fun, but, like, I don't usually grab a book off our shelf and bring it home and, like, just read it. And I struggle with trying to find a good book to just read and that I can kind of just, like, engross myself in. Mm-hmm. And um, and I struggle to find topics that I like. And so I'm kind of just curious, like, how do you guys typically find something that you like to read? Well, I think you, you're you asking two different questions, and you've come to the right place, right? So as librarians, we often have to find books for people based just, like you said, off of their little interests or they're not sure. So it's always just trying to narrow down what does interest you probably just in regular life, and then you kind of bounce from there. Personally, before I was a librarian, I think I stuck to the same authors and the same topics, right? So if I like John Grisham, I would read all of John Grisham's works. If I like James Patterson, I read all of James Patterson. And I was sort of stuck in just only reading like two, three, five authors that I liked and that was it. Then once I started working at the library, I started to just pick up books that had interesting covers. And then I sort of started bouncing from there and my my interest grew. Well, don't they say um, don't judge a book by its cover? Actually, I think most people do judge a book by its cover. So a lot of times you could have a good book, but if the cover is off-putting, you probably won't read it. Um, what about for you, Kim? Would you say that that's true to you, too? For the cover to be off-putting? Yeah. For sure. If, uh, if the cover looks like it's geared for kids, um, then I might shy away from it even. I mean, I do think that they say that a lot of times if you have the same book with three different covers, so sometimes publishers will do that. Yes. They might take um, a book that was published in the 80s and give it a new look. Mm. And so if you have the same book, like right now the perfect example of that is the Bridgerton series, which is popular. That was written so long ago. So if you were to take that book from our collection and it's dated, right, and it doesn't appeal to you, you might not pick it up. But now if I purchase the same book as a replacement and it has, like, the whole look of the TV series, it's probably going to circulate because people are going to say, oh, yeah, I've seen that. I think it's on Netflix. Um, And they might pick it up where the old one they might not. Or a stinky book. So one thing we do when we're weeding our collection is we might be pulling a book off our shelves because it's old and it's yellow, it's stinky, it's mildewy. Not that we don't want to keep that book, but we want a book that's in good condition. Um, so, so, but like, so I guess when, especially in a library setting, mm-hmm. 
there's so many books and like looking at the shelves like you can't see all the covers and so like is it like the name that strikes out or do you navigate the library in such a way that like you just know you want a nonfiction and you are looking for that topic or do you like like especially with fiction I mean I think that's definitely a hard area for me to navigate because it's it's not categorized the same way it's mm-hmm. it's true by author and I you know how do you find like so I'm really into space books and I so mean, that's where we would start I mean if you were coming in off the you know off the street and saying I'd like to find a book but I don't know where to start that's exactly what I would do I would ask you well what are you interested in so you've just told me that you're interested in space. So then I would say, do you want stories about space or do you want actual facts about space? Because that's going to tell me what direction to go in. If you're not really interested in you know, factual information, I'm not going to bring you to our nonfiction section. However, if you are, then I'm going to say, well, let's see what we have on that topic. If you're looking for something that's fictional, you know, fiction, you know, I might say, okay, well, are you looking for like fantasy, you know, or are you looking for something that's realistic? So, do you know, do you want a space story or do you want something that's set in, you know, 2031? And of course, that's not all that far away anymore. But, you know, I mean, that's, so that's sort of how you kind of ask those questions and start to narrow it down. Um, you know, I might even say, you know, have you read books before that you've liked so that I have an idea of where your interest lies. Um, I mean, I guess that makes sense. And, you know, for myself, I guess it would be more of a, like, I because I'm very technical, I, mm-hmm. I do like the realistic stuff. But with fiction, it's just... Yeah, you, you haven't found a, a book maybe that's held your interest. And I think... A lot of times when I encounter people that say that they're not a reader, I think it's because they've either had to just read books that, you know, school systems say you must read this, and they haven't necessarily found a book that really is what they're interested in. I think that's the biggest thing is it has to have interest. The beauty of a library is I could give you 10 books that you could take home, and you might only like one, but it didn't cost you any money out of your pocket. You can, you know, usually you will know probably within the first chapter or two whether it's something you're going to like. You yeah. know, when you go to a bookstore, you have to buy those books, and then if you don't like it, what are you out of, you know, $100, $200? Um, so that's the beauty of a library. What about for you, Kim? If someone, if Drew came in and said the same thing to you, how would you help him find a book? Well, the same thing, I would certainly ask your interests things that you have been reading. You mentioned that you read a lot of technical documents, so I might suggest that you would be interested in more nonfiction-based works than fiction, because it seems that you don't dislike the drier reading, that you kind of can plow through it, where some people, it would put them to sleep. Yeah, I mean, and are there fictional books that are are kind of close to nonfiction. I know they have like historical fiction. Mm-hmm. So I mean Well they for historical fiction they would take factual information and build stories around it. Yes. So there could just be, you know, like the Scarlet Fever, that really happened, 
but then they might tell a story of a family and how it affected that family. Like maybe they lost a mother or a sibling or they were sick themselves. So it's, you know, the author takes a factual event and they think about, well, what could have happened? What happened to this family? Um, and that's sort of where it'll just, it's loosely based on it. So, and usually it'll say that, you know, it's not, this didn't necessarily happen at this time frame, you know. Um. Now, now, let's say I do find a book. Mm-hmm. I, I struggle to find the time to read books. I mean, I get home at night, you know, I do all the basic things, you know, eat dinner, kind of wind down, and in my winding down, my my routine is just to like watch mm-hmm. like some TV. sort of streaming yeah. service or and so you know how is how do you do you guys find it difficult to balance you know you're wanting to watch a television show versus reading a book or like how do you for me i end every day with a book but just like you i go home i make my dinner i do my dishes you know um I do watch, a, right now we're, we are streaming, so we're not necessarily watching TV per se, but we are streaming TV shows. Uh, and then the last thing I do is read before I go to bed. And then I usually try to read, you know, when I'm having my coffee in the morning for a little bit. Because nope. reading is like a part of me, so I can't imagine any part of my day where I haven't read, even if it's just for a half an hour. Okay, so that's typically your duration, or do you read... Like a chapter or do you have a goal in mind? I don't have a goal in mind and I think it depends on my level of exhaustion and yeah. and how good the book is. So a book that is holding my attention I might be more out to read longer because um, I want to just know what's going to happen. A book that is sort of like either if I just started it and it hasn't grabbed me yet or if it's just not grabbing me I'm more out to just be like, and the lights are off. <laughs> and you're nodding your head, Kim. You would feel the same way? Definitely. Um, you know, the evening after everything is done and we're just about ready for bed is my time for reading. It's the only time I have that is all mine. Otherwise, it's, you know, I'm here at work or I'm taking care of the family in mm-hmm. some manner. So that is the only time I have for reading unless I just decide to put aside other responsibilities. And sometimes for a very good book, I will do that, but it's not very often. So that said, it takes me a long time to get through a book because I'm tired at the end of the day. And some days I can read three sentences and I'm out. And other days I can't seem to put the book down it's making me wide awake it just depends on the topic um i'm currently reading shadow war um it's uh based off of uh, world war ii but it it's got some kind of fantasy twist or something about it i'm not exactly sure but i couldn't put it down and i had to say this is not a book to read before bedtime because it was making me uh, wide awake and getting the adrenaline going instead of winding me down. Uh, it's funny because I'm also reading a, like a fantasy type book right now. I'm reading um, A Young Adult Burn by Patrick Ness. 
Oh, and yes. It, it has to do with dragons. So actually, exact same thing. It just started it last night, and I'm on Chapter 4. So, yeah, it was one of those. I was like, okay, I need to go to bed now. So yes. it's actually so far very good. Awesome. Um, and exactly, but the night before, I was reading um, a Remember, which is a nonfiction book. It's one of the ones I was looking forward to reading this year by Lisa Genova. And it has to do with forgetting and remembering and, and how much means, you know, your memory is, is faltering and how much is just normal forgetting. But it's sort of a little bit of a dryer. And although, you know, I've read a couple of chapters, I was like, okay, I'm ready for bed. Um, not that, you know, it's still holding my interest, but not enough exactly that my heart's not going, oh, what's going to happen um, kind of thing. And I think that's what all readers need in order to be engaged in reading something that grabs them and says, you know, turn yeah. the page. And so do you find it very similar to, like, watching a television show? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that is that same thing. If you're watching a good show or a good movie, you know, you want to know what's going to happen next, no matter what that mm -hmm. subject is. Mm -hmm. But if it's something that, if it's an action movie, I'll say, with no action, you're sort of like, uh, what's yes. your kind of, yeah, just... You're like, well, I can go get a snack, or I can, you know, who really cares about this movie? Or, you know, that's where we give that big thumbs down. Oh, I didn't really like that. Yeah. And I think we should talk about movies in another podcast. What do you think? I'm, I'm more of a movie guy, so I, yeah, I'm more than happy to talk about movies because, as, as you can tell, I don't read very much. I can tell you a lot, technically, okay. but... <laughs> So I think, you know, uh, thanks for listening to us and join us for our next podcast. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in.